0: Please welcome Mr. Steve Jury, speaking to the West Grove Presbyterian Church Men's Group on Saturday, October the 11th, 2014, on Compassion International. Uh, anyway, thanks a lot for giving me this opportunity uh, to basically come back home because this church has always been like home to me. So, uh, and uh, to share my experience with Compassion and what it has done for me and what I'm trying to do for it. Uh, First, has anybody heard of Compassion? Are you familiar with Compassion International at all? Great. Okay. Compassion is a ministry that was started 62 years ago by Pastor Everett Swanson. He was over in Korea, uh, went over to preach to the troops. And uh, shortly after he got off the plane, little kid swipes his coat. So here he is chasing this little kid through the streets, down an alley and whatnot. Finally, came upon his coat on the side of the alley there, went over to pick it up, and the boy was underneath the coat, shivering. And a few more seconds went by, and he started to see these other boys around, and he said they were all shivering. They were orphans from the war. So he bought them all blankets and hot, a hot meal, and then the next morning he got up and he saw horrific sight. He saw the soldiers walking through the streets, poking these piles of rags, which were basically blankets and rags covering these boys that were trying to find a place to sleep. And uh, what they were working for was to find the ones that weren't alive. The ones that weren't alive, they threw in a truck. So with that, the Holy Spirit was tugging on his heart. And the whole trip back home, the Holy Spirit kept tugging on him, saying, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? So he goes home, shares a story with a friend of his. Friend pulls out a check for $1,000. This is in 1952, so that's a lot of money then. <laughs> and uh, he said... The Lord told me years ago that a friend of mine comes to me talking about ministering to the, you know, the poor and needy, the least of these. I'm going to give this to him. So with that thousand dollar check and an additional fifty dollars he got from another friend, he built the first orphanage in Korea. And that first year he saved thirty five children. And today it's grown to where there's currently one point six million children being sponsored. Um, and that's not including all the kids that have already gone through the program up to this point, because, like I said, we're 62 years old now. And their, their goal in the year 2020 is to have 4 million children sponsored. That's pretty awesome. My involvement with Compassion started over 10 years ago. I found out about it from, I went to a Christian concert. There's a lot of Christian artists that are connected with Compassion, and wherever they travel, there's always a table there with compassion stuff. So I, I took the plunge and started sponsoring. And uh, Charles just turned 15. And I'll sponsor him until he's 20 years old. And uh, and I was fortunate this past January to go to Kenya with 42 other sponsors. Uh, we spent about 10 days there. The first day, rocked our worlds, to say the least. And I have pictures I'll share with you guys when we're done. You can come up and Look at him. We went to a slum. It was one of the bigger slums in uh, Nairobi, and uh, we were in about five or six vans, the group of us. And we actually had to take a detour and kind of park a lot sooner than we were planning to because there was heavy equipment down the road a little ways working on a drainage project, so it would improve the drainage because in that slum, Everything flows downhill, and that means everything. There's no running water, there's no plumbing, there's no sanitation facilities, anything like that. And it's, it's a horrific sight that you have to see to believe. Pictures don't do it justice to actually see that there. Uh, it really hits home. And we visited the project there, and Compassion is in 26 countries around the world. They're connected. Every project is connected with the local church. There's over 6,500 churches worldwide. The Compassion's uh, working with currently. Uh, The Ebola virus is nowhere near any of the countries they are in Africa. Thank goodness. They're in north-central and northeast Africa. The Ebola is basically southeast. So it's not affected them that way, fortunately. Um, But that first day we visited a a project, and the children, you could see the love of Christ in their eyes. And uh, it was pretty incredible. They treated us like we were... A Super Bowl MVP, and we're just regular people. And to see that light shining, uh, bright shining light in the midst of that just utter devastation of just extreme poverty, which the World Bank classifies as living on less than a dollar twenty-five a day. Think about that. That's not much. And uh, you see that you know they. One of the girls quoted uh, Proverbs twenty-three, one. Uh, the Lord is my shepherd, I have all I need. And that's true. And you see that, even though in our eyes, being from this country, they don't have anything or don't have much, they have enough. Compassion supplies the need for education and medical. I have met a fellow who, when he was going through the program, uh, he came down with malaria. Without Compassion's assistance, he probably would have died from it. He had the medical assistance he needed. For that, and he was fine. And uh, they've gone a long way in preventing malaria through simple things like mosquito nets, which cost pennies. Uh, And that first day, we all broke off, and we all, all the different vans, visited a home of one of the children that was connected with this project. Uh, The home that we visited, and I have again, like I said, I have pictures up here, I'll share with you when we're done, um, was probably half the size of the kitchen If that metal corrugated roof no electricity no plumbing nothing but they had hope and that's really what the difference that compassion makes is poverty isn't the lack of stuff lack of money it's a feeling of hopelessness and that they don't matter you know these kids grew up and they figured they don't matter you know the only way out of extreme poverty for most of them would be prostitution, drugs, or worse, or crime. And that's where compassion has stood in that gap and filled that need, and Christ has put the program there for that reason. The uh, the children, the sponsorship is $38 a month, and what happens with that $38? Over 80% of that goes to the needs of that child. And... money does not go directly to them. It goes through the Compassion country uh, office, and it goes to, like I said, the medical needs, the clothing, school supplies, any food, things like that. They only take one child per family, because they've seen how that one child can change that family dramatically, and how it lifts that family out of that poverty situation. And... uh, they do not have to be a believer to get into the program, to get sponsored. However, every day around the world, 450 children give their life to Christ in the Compassion program. Every single day, 450 around the world. And that's mind-blowing. And uh, I've seen the result. I've met about a half-dozen program graduates. A great example is uh, Julian Alum. She's a, a program graduate from Uganda. She came over to this country, like many do, went to Baylor University, got a degree in uh, social working, and now she's back. She just went back to Uganda this past June, and she's in her community where she grew up, making a difference. And that's what's happening a lot. We're seeing a lot of program graduates go back to where they came from and changing things. Uh, Kenya, where I was at, you know, there's government corruption everywhere, as we know, in this country as well. But in Kenya, they're seeing that from mid-level up, things are changing for the better, because part of it is a lot of compassion. Graduates are now getting into politics, getting into government, and they're making a difference. They're changing things. Rwanda, as we all know, the genocide from over 20 years ago, horrific as it was, completely changed now. The president's devout Christian, but everything is different, totally different now. And uh, it's, oh, it's amazing to see the difference that they make. And I can't get over the look on that little girl's face because that's the look they have when they're told that they have a sponsor. When they're enrolled into the program, they don't automatically get a sponsor, but they're in the program. So I got a bunch of packets up here. Some kids wait anywhere from six months to a year to get a sponsor. And not only does the child look like that, but the parents do as well because they know we have hope, we've got a chance. We might be able to make it out of this situation. And to see that the lack of things that people have, but yet to see the faith that I saw over there, I've never seen anywhere in my life. I saw stronger faith than I've ever seen anywhere. Uh, we had one of the Massa, we went and we visited quite a few of the Masai tribes, and we had a couple women uh, give their testimonies. It was loosely translated. But we really didn't have to understand. We could see the love of Christ in her eyes and through her voice of how it's impacted and saved her children, saved her family, and made a difference and they have, they have a future, whereas in most cases they don't. Uh, there was a point, and I think it's down now, but where around the world 20,000 children every day were dying because of poverty every single day 20,000 children. (coughs) And I have some interesting statistics to share with you later too how over the last um, 20 years uh, there's been a huge change in that. Because a lot of times when people first see extreme poverty like that they ask themselves what can I do? But I think of look what Edward Swanson did. You know, it's, it's one of those things where not, you know, everybody can't do everything but can do something, and that's what Everett did. He saw that need and stepped in. And uh, you know, he passed away in 1965. But I'm sure he's looking down on us now, just amazed at what they've been able to do with the Compassion Ministry. It's uh, Compassion is headquartered in Colorado Springs, and they have sponsors from not just the United States, but also Australia and all over the world. Uh, most of their sponsors, surprisingly, right now, there's a lot in China. A lot of people in China, they're sponsoring children. So they have certain children that they have for sponsorship available in this country, in Australia and China as well. And it's something else that many of the program graduates do. They wind up sponsoring kids, kids themselves. And uh, some of the kids that we had lunch with uh, in Kenya, they were going through or they just finished the leadership development, which is that further uh, college education, leadership development, spiritual development, even though they're either just finishing or still in the program, they're even pulling their monies together to sponsor kids because they, you know, they're a product of the difference that it's making with all these kids. And uh, you know, I, like I said, I've been sponsoring Charles for 10 years, just about, and I, I just started sponsoring another boy in Kenya in uh, February this year. I, I was when I was over in Kenya, I really had my heart set on sponsoring a girl, but as you would figure, Holy Spirit always has another way of doing things. So when I got back, one of the packets I got was Brian, and he has my birthday, so I'm like, okay, that's the one I'm taking. So I did. And uh, how I communicate with the boys is letter writing. Uh, I've already got about four letters from Brian this year, and I have a whole binder of the ones I've gotten from Charles. And that's how you communicate with these children. And it's the letter writing is not a requirement, but when... They're in their projects, when they're in their schools, and it's letter time. The kids are sitting on the edge of their seats because they're just hoping and praying that they get a letter because it means so much to them. And it doesn't have to say much. My mom and sister now sponsored two girls over there, and I, I always tell them, I say, keep it short and simple. It can be two sentences, that's it. Even if it's just telling them that you love them. Because many times, that's the first time that they've been told that somebody loves them. Uh, many of the kids we met over there Shared the same thing. That, you know, nobody in their family told them that they loved them. Not that they didn't, but it's just not verbally shared typically over there. But it makes a huge impact. Uh, uh, Michelle Tonitino from the Philippines. She had a horrific childhood. She was molested by one of her uncles. Abused. Told she would never amount to anything. Told she was ugly. <coughs> she would have to be on drugs, prostitution, <coughs> human trafficking, whatnot. Thank goodness, Compassion stepped in. She got a sponsor, and the first letter she got from her sponsor, her sponsor said, I love you, and she said that changed her world. And now she's also one of the ambassadors. She travels all over the world sharing her story and sharing about Compassion. And, uh, you know, my involvement with Compassion definitely took a turn for the uh, better from that trip in Kenya. And I know it would, but not as I, I didn't expect it to be as, as awesome as it's been. You know, like I said, I've been sponsoring Charles for about ten years. But uh, you know, being in the advocate network that I am now, I have many opportunities to go out, share the story, what compassion is, what it can do, and what it is doing. And it's, it's awesome to see a program that actually is making a difference. That you know that the money is actually going there. They had independent an independent body come in a few years ago to do research to test to see if a program actually did what it's supposed to do, and at first, they were Compassion was kind of hesitant because other other charities that this uh, corporation approached didn't want it done. But Compassion's leaders said, "We should know if it's working." So they had it done, and sure enough, the percentage of kids going through the program that go on to higher education, higher level jobs, leadership in the community, in the country, is astronomical. Uh, one of the another one of the kids I met. He's a program graduate. He grew up in Nairobi, one of the slums. His mother made basically grain alcohol, if you will, to earn a living. Stuff was deadly. It was illegal to make illegal to sell, but that's how they had to make money. How he had to get by was crime. And at nine years old, he was thrown in jail, and he cried out to God. He said, you know, if you don't get me out of here, I'm not going to make it. And he says, if you get me out of here... I can't be in poverty anymore because I'll be back in here. So God answered one prayer before the judge, and the judge said, I'm going to give you another chance, but if I see you again, you're going to be locked away forever. So that got him out. So shortly after that, he was enrolled in the Compassion Program, got a sponsor, went through the program. He didn't go through the leadership development program because you're not required to. But even with that, they've seen tremendous success with these kids. And so he found himself going back in some of the areas that he grew up in, and he and a buddy went to this corner that they all nicknamed uh, Jobless Corner. And so his buddy had an electric keyboard, and he had Jay had some DJ skills. So they started playing some music, and they started attracting people to him, and people started dancing. And he, he said, you know, when people started dancing, they forgot about their problems. They didn't think about them their life, you know, how hardships, whatever they might have going on at that time. So we saw the effect of that. So that started the groundswell of a ministry. And it continues to this day. Jay is now 28. And he lives in Atlanta, Georgia. And he's a DJ. And that's his ministry. So from nothing, God took him and made an incredible thing. And it happens all the time. Uh, and... Uh, I'm just sharing with Pastor Charlie. I've probably driven about 1,200 miles over the last month. Just doing presentations, things like that uh, about compassion because I am so passionate about it because of the difference that uh, I saw. I mean, when we were over in Kenya, seeing how far $38 goes blew our mind. It really did. How it can affect one child but also one family and make a difference. And uh, Robbie Zacharias, I'm sure everybody's familiar with Robbie Zacharias, uh, he made an interesting point. He said, if the Church of Jesus Christ uh, steps in and eradicates extreme poverty, it'll be the greatest apologetic the world has ever seen. And that's the biggest thing. And extreme poverty is terrible, but it, it's, the big, it's one of the biggest needs we have right now. And like I said, the difference it's made in my life is incredible. And you see, when we go through some of the pictures I have to share with you, you'll see just in their eyes how thankful and happy and loving they are for the opportunities that's been given to them. And uh, so, is there any questions right now? Okay. Uh, like I said, with uh, the, Compassion does many different things. The main thing is child sponsorship, but they also have a program which is uh, Child Survival Program, which is birth to three years of age, and it's really for the babies and the mother as well. They also, like I shared with you about the leadership development, and then they also have other complementary things. One of the biggest things is also their water of life uh, ministry. It's um, a bucket that has a filter on it that for $79, that's clean water for a lifetime because that will do a million gallons of water. And there's no parts to replace. There's no filters. You just have to periodically back flush it with a syringe if they supply. And that's it because many times kids have to walk three or four miles each direction to a water hole to get water and that water hole was used by animals by people to clean stuff it's full of disease cholera you name it and this filter takes all that stuff out and uh, that's been big Cause they also do drill wells but for areas where they haven't yet that's it's, it's so simple it, it's ridiculous how simple it is but it works and again it, that's another need that, that compassion steps in and meets and uh, we just, uh, over the last year and a half, we have a new president. And he's an incredible story because he, he grew up in the Dominican Republic in poverty. And uh, he was been, he's been traveling around the world to the different projects. And when they were down in the Dominican Republic, it was uh, shocking to him that the project that Compassion has is less than two kilometers from where he grew up. So it really is a small world. And uh, Compassion's way of, you know, getting the world out is people like me that go out. They do, uh, like I said, they have a whole network of Christian uh, music artists. Probably the list is well over 100 right now that when they travel to do concerts, there's always a Compassion component connected <coughs> with them. And uh, that's how they're, and it's through things like this and that and how they're going to meet that. Awesome goal, 4 million kids sponsored by the year 2020. um, And like I said, I have some things from Kenya I got here. And I plan to go back. And, uh, you know, what I do, I'm a fitness professional for what I do. That's what I do to pay the bills. This is what I'm meant for. This is really how, and this is what I feel my future is. I really feel the Holy Spirit tugging me into doing more full-time stuff for Compassion someday. Uh, I'm going to go out to Colorado Springs and just see what that what that means. Uh, but the trip has definitely changed my life uh, forever. And I'm, I truly have a heart for these kids because I've seen the need. And how, you know, I was sharing with Pastor Charlie that, you know, when you're born in this country, you really won the life lottery. Because you could have been born somewhere like that. But God, in His grace, I'm here. uh, That's all I have to share.